Hi, welcome. I'm Jen. And I'm Holly. And you're listening to A Tale of Two Writers. Happy spring break. Oh, spring break eve, kind thank of. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. It is almost here. No more driving people everywhere and working. We get to, I get to have off work. Yay. <laughs> it's like 10 days of bliss. Yes. Because all of our amazingly positive, inspiring teenagers are going to be home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it really is, isn't it? They're so just full of positive energy and great things to say, encouraging words. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yes. <sighs> but we survived the last week. This is one of the most harrowing weeks, I think. Um, and Ever. I think, yeah, I think every year this this week right before spring break is always like get to the finish line with everybody living (laughs) and and sometimes it's very very close it's a close call yeah and the really good thing is that after spring break I think there's only seven weeks of school left Mm. after that that's amazing until summer which that's crazy and Mm -hmm. so good and really that's what is going to keep us going yes is that countdown um, because I don't, I don't think I could be part of drop off for another longer, any longer than that, really. Um, so as some of you know, I live right by, uh, Chaparral Elementary <laughs> and it's, we've been there a long time. We've seen a lot of progression of, uh, following rules, not following rules, police officers being present, no officers being present, Remember the um, good old days when Dr. Rafferty would yes. be there on 2nd Street and yeah. he'd wish everybody a good morning and help people get out of their cars. And, and move them along yes. and keep the flow of traffic. Mm-hmm. And Nobody died. Right. And it really did hold people accountable because they did what they were supposed to. And so now there's no principal on 2nd Street. Um this year, there has not been any police officers on 2nd Street. There is a crossing guard, and I just feel so terrible for her because it has now been, well, there's been many instances, but the thing that kind of got me was it's been every single day this week that I have driven my daughter past Chaparral over to the middle school to drop her off. People are pulling up in the middle of the street and letting their child out on the opposite side of the curb. So into oncoming traffic and they're grabbing their backpacks and their violins and things are flying out of the car and they're in such a gigantic hurry and telling their kids just to get out, out, out. Somebody is going to get run over. It's really just a matter of time. It's insane. And the crossing guard is trying to do her job while she's yelling at parents, no, don't let them out on that side. They have to go around. Don't stop right there and stop the flow of traffic. Go keep driving. I mean, this is not a designated <laughs> drop-off zone. There is no yellow. There is no white. Oh. This zone is not for immediate anything. It is. Uh, I just really can't believe that no one's gotten hurt. And I think it's because people have become so alert to kids darting out from behind cars and running to try to get to the crosswalk before the crossing guard stops to let 
cars go and they have to get to line before that bell rings because then they'll have a tardy. And I'm just thinking, do we really make too big of a deal out of tardiness in the morning to go line up to listen to morning announcements? You know what? And the kid should not get the tardy. Right. The tardy should go to the parent. Right. The parent should get a detention for all the tardies <laughs> and for the bad decisions, not for the child. Unless it's an unruly morning or a child is being unruly right. in a morning or whatever. Right. But, but in most instances, it's because the parents haven't gotten up. And and we know it's hard. There is no judgment. Right. Until you put your kid in the line of fire. Right. Or the line of massive SUVs. Yes. Also in a terrible rush. Oh, and everyone's so mad and, and in a hurry and honking and trying to get around. And somebody was driving the wrong way coming down Main Street because there were cars that had stopped to let their kids out and they couldn't get past. So they went around them and then blocked people who were trying to turn from the stop sign. So there was nobody able to move anywhere because we're all stuck. Nobody can drive until the kids cross and this one man moved out of the way and then five more cars had to go. And meanwhile, it's backing up all the way down 2nd Street and on to Siena and keeping all of that traffic from moving. That's crazy. It really, it's, there's got to be a better system, The system is parents just need to get up a little earlier or get their kids out a little earlier. And if those days are just slow in the morning... Just don't freak out about a tardy. Right. Just, Just get okay. the tardy. Have the tardy. It's save, better. Save children. Yes. Save lives. <laughs> save take, lives. Take a tardy. Take a tardy. That's, okay. That should be a bumper sticker. Okay. That's our motto. All right. And that's my rant. I had to rant. But I also wanted to add on to that, that I did a couple of other mornings um, get to Ladera to drop my daughter off. And she has been on crutches now for the past five weeks. So I have to pull into the roundabout and let her off. Um, and there have been such kind people letting me into the roundabout and stopping and letting people go and letting other people come out and waving people through because they are trying to keep the flow of traffic going and having, um, what they call a zipper. Does everybody know what that is? When one car goes and then they let another car into the roundabout and then another car goes instead of just everyone in the roundabout going and never letting anyone in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called merging. Yes. Merging. That's such a concept. I remember I learned about it when I was six. I haven't forgotten. There could be a brush-up course, maybe, on that. but Except the very, very important people who who have something very, very important to do. Exactly. They and they have wait. to be first. Yeah. They have to be first. Um, but so I do have to kind of end this little rant and really give kudos to uh, the parents who are just trying to be kinder in the morning yes. and it, it really is nice they're generous yes with their, with their graces yes. graciousness and and i'd like to also point out because we have teen drivers <laughs> we know if we behave badly and model really impatient erratic driving habits mm. when your children are 15 and 16 and 17 guess what they think they think that's the way you do it yes so um maybe that's <laughs> called karma uh, I would hate to wish anything negative upon anybody, but just keep an eye on, on those little eyes watching everything. Right. And also do have a lot of grace because there are a lot of teen drivers out there and they are just trying to 
not get in an accident. And they, they really <laughs> they might really go slow. They're terrible. And yes, and they really don't know how to merge well and, and those terrifying. types of things. <laughs> and they're looking at everything other than the things they really should be looking at right. most of the time because they just aren't skilled and experienced yet. Right. But they'll get there. They'll get there. Right. So the bottom line really is just let's have grace for each other. Be a better okay. driver. Yes. Let's okay. let's do it. Keep Ladera safe. <laughs> No road rage. No road rage. Okay, number two, we have two writers' conferences mm-hmm. that we're really excited about yeah. because our book is coming along. We have a number of chapters left to edit, and then we have about four kind of bigger chapters to write. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, our hope is that by the end of April, we'll be fully done with the for the draft and most of the edits and then do another round of edits um, before we go to our first conference in LA. It's more of a writing workshop. It, it is. Uh-huh. Um, it's and like a, a pitch fest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For those of you who like to write or who are in any creative uh, role, most careers, creative careers, you have to, in some way, at some point in your career, pitch your work. Whether it's art, whether it's writing, whether it's music, whether it's acting, you have to put it on display for the people who are professionals in the world to critique and determine um, what kind of value you might have in the market and possibly, potentially, take you on. Right, and you want to get that because you want a a team of supporters around you yes, so that you can get it out into the world to the, the mass public. <laughs> and they have a lot of insight and yes. they know what, what works and they have good feedback. And, and if you can make those relationships and connections, it's super helpful. So we have, um, we actually have to pay for that this weekend. Let's we do. do that. That's right. Before you go on your lovely vacation. That's to right. Springs. Thank you. Um, so that's our first conference. Mm-hmm. And that I'm really looking forward to that one, though, because I, I do love the face-to-face and getting the feedback. We, we usually send in um, anywhere from one to ten pages in advance uh, that they get to look at, and then we meet with them and get feedback. And it's, it's really, up to this point, every other one that we've done has been super valuable, and we've made some really good networking connections and... We've had a lot of interest. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It helps generate that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is a conference that um, it's up in L.A. Um, in August, I believe. No, no, I think it's July. Or it's July. Okay. Maybe July. And um, that one is much more intense. That's going to be more of, it's a, a two night. There's a couple of dinners, um, some networking things. You can pay to have somebody, um, go over your query letter. You can pay to have someone, um, just do a, a, do a little pitch fest with them where you get like a kind of a one on one minute to explain your whole idea and story and theme. Um, and they sit with you and give you feedback. And then there's another one that's an actual 10 minute meeting that you meet with an editor and agent of your choice, which is amazing because that's, that's really our next step is finding an agent. And there's, you know, agents are looking for specific things. So we get to pick one that's looking specifically for our genre and get to sit with them for 10 minutes and talk with them about it and get ideas and 
you know, get their phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Which... <laughs> because in the past, in our other conferences, um, when we were writing the first version of this book, we actually drummed up a lot of interest. Yeah. And most of the agents, I think all but a couple, requested either the full manuscript yeah. or the first 150 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really exciting because that's when they're saying, hey, we love your concept. We've seen the first 10 pages. We know you can write. We want to see more and see if it's a good fit for us. Right. And um, we actually did have a couple who were really excited and interested until we had the... Um, the incident. The incident. <laughs> We're just going to call it that. That's right. I think we discussed it in yeah. podcast the, number two. The hashtag own voice. Yes. And you can go back and listen to podcast two if you'd like to hear more, hear more about of that. Of our heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. We, We're over it. it We're is, getting over it. We're moving forward. Yes. It is part of the creative process. Yeah. Rejection. Yes. And and it wasn't even really rejection hmm. more than a, a circumstance that... Pre- New rules. Oh, that we didn't know about. New rules. Yeah. I love it. It yeah. was new rules. It was new rules. Well, and, we learned about and them And we learned about them. And, and our dreams were dashed. Do something different. That's okay. <laughs> we're resilient. Yes. We keep, it's fine. We rise from the ashes like the phoenix. <laughs> I think we wrote a blog post about that. I think that. we did. So stay tuned for more about our writing conferences. And we're actually going to put some writing samples of our query letter and our chapters. So you guys can take a look and let us know how quickly you would buy that book. Yes. Because feedback from our beta readers out in the world is super valuable. That's really good. Really good. We're looking forward to that. Um, The other thing that we had talked about in our last little mini Soto um, were some retreats that we've both gone on and um really I went on mine two weeks ago and it is still just sticking with me a lot of the experiences that I had the conversations that I had the prayer that was prayed over me the um speakers that were there all of it it's it's just still so fresh in my mind and that's rare lately that I hold on to something for that long of a time. Two weeks may not seem long to some people, but it's really so, um, it was really life-changing and I have developed some new habits from it and, um, really kind of got to a deeper level in my prayer life and my, my walk with Jesus. So that, um, has really been amazing. That's so exciting. And it just, it, it's, I think this is the stage and phase of our life too, that we need a little bit more, um, foundation or fortifying in just being able to get through days Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the challenges and the struggles. Right. Increasing our faith and increasing, taking the burden off. That was a big, a big message was, um, knowing that, you can give your burden, lay your burdens in God's lap and you don't have to take it all on yourself, which for a, you know, control freak like myself, <laughs> it is really sometimes hard. Sometimes that. that's not always easy. It's really hard <laughs> because sometimes I know better than God. Does. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I wonder where our children get it. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind Just of crazy. the same situation they know better than we do right and we know better than our heavenly Father. right oh gosh such a pattern yeah but any type of retreat so mm. my retreat I was actually um a, a helper I like to say or a facilitator ah. for a retreat for 
um, sophomores that are making their confirmation mm. at our Catholic Church in Ladera, Holy Trinity. Yeah. Shout out to Shout Father John out. and Father John, all the great, great <laughs> people there. Holy Trinity. Woohoo! Um, so I was more of a witness and a support person that was able to just be immersed in this environment mm. where people were walking a faith journey and being exposed to things that they hadn't been exposed to before and feeling the power of prayer and the Holy Spirit within that environment mm-hmm. with 115 teenagers all loving on each other and supporting each other and sharing th- their grace and their love and mm. their advice. That's and awesome. It was so amazing. I, I really did kind of feel like, oh my gosh, with this group of people going out into the world and sharing love, because that is the one mm. rule and the one real job that we have is to love others. Um, it's, it's really amazing to see how invested they are yeah. in creating that kind of environment for other people. It was just magical. And I am still wearing my <laughs> forest home bracelet. I did not go to the hospital um, because this, is, this weekend is retreat weekend number two for the second half of the group that's making their confirmation. Mm. So I am going to keep it on through this Sunday when they all return. And maybe I'll keep it on for a little bit longer, but just really to keep all of them in my mind, including my 16-year-old son, Mm. who is um, going to be there this weekend as well. Good. So retreats are great. If you have an opportunity to go on a retreat, maybe it's a, even if you're not a religious person, you can find a spirituality or a sense of community and fellowship mm. and empowerment yes. and all of that, even from like like yoga retreats yes. or meditative retreats or writing retreats Definitely. or fitness retreats. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I could ever get that much out of a fitness retreat because <laughs> I'd be angry that I couldn't have chocolate cake <laughs> the whole weekend. But if that's your thing... You know, we really encourage, especially moms out there yeah. who put ourselves very at the very bottom. Yes. To go and maybe find something that's going to provide you with some opportunities for self-care. Well, and just to kind of get away for a little bit. I think even just taking a couple of days, even just a whole day, to step out of your current surroundings and everything that you have to do every day. Yeah, your regular jobs. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that piles up um, and the things that you have to take care of. And, you know, yes, we do it because we love our families and we have jobs and responsibilities and all of those things. But sometimes it's good just to kind of step away from that and get a new perspective and then get you're better fed. At it. Yes. When you come back, you're yes. better at and all of it. To do something that really feeds you, whether it's a passion or just relaxation, whatever it is, to do that and take care of yourself so that you can be a better mom and a better wife and a better friend and a better worker and all of those things and really taking care of yourself. I I think that it's important to remind ourselves that it's okay to give ourselves permission to do that. It's not selfish. No. It's actually it's necessary. Required. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so go on a retreat. Definitely. And we need, we need a retreat, another retreat. Yes, we do. We need we a have to get away because, uh, you know, writing, like we talked about before, we need more than just a block of four or five hours. 
to get writing done. I know. We need we need long spans of time. Long spans of time and no interruptions. Yeah, with no interruptions. Yeah, yeah. Because that's really kind of the key part. I think most people would appreciate that. Yeah. In in anything, anything they're, doing. they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Any sort of fun right. escape, creative outlet, or yeah. anything like that. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, well, I do, um, have a story, because I'm pretty sure I haven't shared it on here yet. Yes, we need our, we need uh, our, our keep, keep it, it messy, messy story. story. Woohoo! Okay, so, um, I mentioned a little earlier, um, how I've had to drop my daughter off, because she's been on crutches, <laughs> and, um, you know, she's getting better. She had a, a little tear in her Achilles, and it's called, uh, Severs disease or Severs disease or something like that, but she's basically her bones are growing faster than her ligaments, and so they're stretching and causing some problems. And she will grow out of it; it'll all be great. She's going to physical therapy. She's already feeling better, so it's it's all good. Yay. But a couple of weeks ago, she and I um, let's I don't know how to really say it, but uh, say she's it messy. <laughs> she is so annoying. I, that's, that's the messy part. I am so annoyed and I cannot listen to the grumbling and complaining that comes from my preteen daughter about life in general. And she has a sugar addiction. And so we've been talking since the beginning of the year about being healthy and eating healthy food. And that gives you more energy and taking care of your body and all of those things. And so it's kind of come to a head now that she's really learning about things that her body's doing, um, and how to take care of that. And, you know, trying to cut sugar out was one of the things. So this one night we've decided she's only eating sugary things on the weekends. So we came to that conclusion. This is a Tuesday. My older son, who's 19, and I really can't tell him everything he needs to do anymore, comes home with a batch of cookie dough <laughs> to cook up some chocolate chip cookies for everybody. So, How sweet. <laughs> I know. Jake, that is yes, so nice. It, it was really nice. It was really nice. Now but... get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're... Take your cookies and leave. You're ruining the work. Right. No. So, uh, Ella's like, well, I have to have it. I can't, I can't be the only one that doesn't have a cookie. I said, no one's having a cookie except him. You have to wait. We'll save one for you. I'll wrap it up. You can have it on the weekend. I'm not kidding you. For the next 20 minutes, she was nonstop harping about this cookie. (laughs) And I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. It was already nine o'clock at night. I'm trying just to get her to go to bed, to get everybody else settled and do everything. And finally, I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. And I grabbed the dog and started out the door. And she is coming after me. So, like any good mom, <laughs> I ran from her. Because and called me. She's on crutches and she couldn't follow me quickly. <laughs> So I'm around the corner and I heard going, Mom, Mom, stop running. I can't catch up. And I'm like, that's the point. (laughs) Leave me alone. And I literally had to run away from home to get away from that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It is a little embarrassing now that I'm telling the story. But it's so funny. It's brilliant. so then I'm, I'm thinking, okay, she gave up. She went back home and I come back around the corner and I hear her crutches clinking down the alleyway <laughs> looking for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I had to run again. So I run all the way to town green. 
I'm hanging out there for a little while thinking she's going to go home and go to bed. And then I called Jen and I'm telling her and I'm practically peeing my pants. I'm laughing so hard. And I get up to the front door and she's not around. I'm like, okay, good. She finally gave up. And I get inside and my husband looks up from a book he's reading and says, did Ella find you? And I was like, no, I, she wasn't supposed to find me. I was, no, I'm, I was getting away. And he's like, well, she hasn't come back yet. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So I left my daughter on crutches hobbling around Ladera at nine o'clock at night. That was my, my big, um, keep it messy moment. <laughs> I love it. And she lived to tell about she it. She did. And she, she did. has not given up on being a little bit of it. No know, complaining. Yes. The so, complaining and the grumbling continues. Yes. So, so please tell us if you have anything that really works for that, I would love to hear it. Yes. And maybe it truly is just running away. <laughs> if that's, if you've done that too, then please share. <laughs> yes. Cause we, we would totally support you in that and if you ever need we maybe your child isn't on crutches so you don't have that benefit we will come find you and pick you up yes and drive you away so the mom escape van (laughs) you can truly get away we'll make sure one of us will linger so nothing happens to your precious child right you know Okay, all. Um, happy spring break. I hope you guys are all doing something really fun and amazing. And, and relaxing. Re- rejuvenating. Yes. And enjoy some time with your kids. Yes. And maybe enjoy some time without your kids. And just not being on a schedule if you get that luxury as well. That's amazing. I know. It really is. Um, and we'll be in touch sometime mid-spring break, I would say. Yes, with I think some, so. some more fun, messy Little pearls stories. of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but until then... Keep it messy. If you'd like to contact Holly and Jen, please email us at a tale of two writers at gmail.com or visit our website, a tale of two writers.com.